right, guys. Welcome in. Cubs on tap live. I am uh, your host, Cody. You can follow me at Cody on tap on Twitter. And I'm joined by my good friend, Juice. You can follow him on Twitter at Juice on tap. We're here to talk about tonight's uh, Cubs 4 to nothing loss to the Brewers. Uh, dude, I don't even know how else to really say it. It was just a 4 to nothing loss. Uh, it was bad. Um, I don't even know how to really say anything else. Like we were just talking literally a minute ago, how we don't even know how to talk about this game for 20 minutes, but we're going to try. Um, <laughs> before I let you go off, I guess, um, I want to remind everyone, head on over to on tap sports net, get all your Chicago sports needs. Follow us at cubbies on tap on Twitter. I think I did my best Ron loose impression. Um, so with that said, juice, <laughs> how do you feel after tonight's game, man? Cause it was a big wolf. Yeah. The, uh, ninth inning was weird, right? I mean, that was, yeah. that was excitement. <laughs> that was something to, uh, actually maybe talk about for longer than three minutes. I mean, cause we could, <laughs> I, I don't know if you tweeted off the Cubs on tap account, but I mean, we could spend 20 minutes talking about Duffy's walk or, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could, me, uh, or Dylan Maples yeah. maybe, or I don't yeah. know. I mean, but, I was trying to find anything positive at all to talk about this game. Cause that's what I try to do is try to find positives from games like this, because most people just sit on Twitter and talk about the Cubs offense being trash or whatever, even though the day before they're talking about how they're so back and whatever. And it, it grinds my gears because, again, I feel like you got to pick a side. I've been, I'll scream that on this podcast yep. forever if I have to. Pick a damn side, all right? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you just got to give a lot of credit to Brewers pitching. Like, Peralta, he was a little I, – I think J.D. said it. Like, he was effectively wild. Like, he walked, yeah. like, four or five guys, but – this isn't the first time the Cubs have seen this guy and they've not looked good against him. He, and the reason he looks good against the Cubs is it's a tale as old as time. I feel like, you know, though the anything breaking away, I feel like the Cubs can't hit if, unless they get some, you know, quality at bats out of guys. And tonight was a night that Javi Baez looked like Javi Baez last year. Um, and there's, there's one at bat that I actually really liked from him. But for the most part, he was not good. And I don't know, man. Like like I was saying, I guess the only good things from this game tonight was I, I did think Dill Maples was good in his two innings. I think that's a, a building block. We've been wait like, keep saying. I feel like we've been saying for years, you know, like Dill Maples could be like a, a guy in the bullpen, like a, like a potential closer down the road, Um, you know. Most of the bull, I mean, the bullpen was good overall. I mean, Alzale is the one who gave up the four runs, right? So, yep. I guess the bullpen's probably your, your strong point. The offense sucked tonight, and I guess Alzale was pretty disappointing. I mean, four strikeouts, two of them were against pitchers. I, I don't know. Like at the same time, he's the fifth starter, so it's not even like you're you're expecting a ton out of him. You're hoping, you know, you're hoping you can you, you're getting more out of him, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to shoot it over <laughs> to you on your thoughts and everything. I just kind of rambled off. <laughs> well, one of the positives is uh, that simp Christian Yelich mis- misplayed a ball out there, so that That's was kind of nice. Dude, he, um, I, fun to see. I, uh, I think he's – I don't know how, how, what he finished the night, but I think he – for the series, he was like – at one point he was one for six with four strikeouts. 
Yeah, so, not looking um, too good. Well, I mean, baseball is hard when you don't have somebody else telling you what pitch is coming. <laughs> True. <know>? Like, <laughs> Ronnie Brewer or whatever his name is that slides down the slide or whatever. I don't know. Billy Brewer. I don't even know what his name is up there. Who gives a shit? But, right. it, I mean, we could sit and talk about, uh, you know, all the boring things. In the, or we could talk about, you know, at least the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde offense that this has been since 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, last night and, and the games before, you know, last night we, we, me and Ron Luce were talking about manufacturing runs and, I know it's really hard to manufacture runs when you don't have base runners. I think that's a big problem for today. But a lot yeah. of the at-bats that we saw today I thought were just guys trying to do too much. Yeah. You know, And I, I think that one thing that the Cubs hitters and I think the organization kind of struggles with a little bit is letting the game come to them. I think that between Javi and Willie and you know, even Chris sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they'll really press and try to make things happen when I think the, the game – when that happens in any sport, that's when you start to make mistakes. And mm-hmm. that's what happened today a lot. And like you said, effectively wild. I, I know that Peralta maybe didn't look like he had the best stuff, but you know, they did show a graphic. I don't know if it was in the fourth inning, but he's in like the top five for weak contact. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this isn't new for him, but it's, it's a matter of like, that's a game that you hope that the Cubs come out and, and at least make a game. You know, right. I understand that Milwaukee got jumped. Re- Milwaukee jumped Alzelay real early. Wasn't comfortable going in. And I think I had mentioned on the podcast last night that a big thing for him was to get through that first inning unscathed, keep the ball in the ballpark mm-hmm. and get your Cubs offense in there to get an early lead. And obviously you know, tonight the opposite happened. Yeah, it, exactly <laughs> what I thought was you know a possibility did not happen, and he just didn't have his good stuff. I'm not ready to, you know, jump on the kid for one bad outing, but you know, I, sure. I I think the hard part is is that like he won that fifth starter so by the skin of his teeth in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, you know, and he has a lot of time to develop. But Alec Mills, when he's been asked to do what he's supposed to do this season, he's he's looked really solid. So. What I fear is that the other guys in the in the rotation perform and then they don't give this kid a fair shake when realistically a lot of things that you need to start looking at is what are you trying to do this season? Are you trying to build yeah. for the future? Are you trying to win right now? And I think a lot of the guys who are on the roster are in win-now mode mm-hmm. because maybe this may be one of the last chances that they get. But there's a lot of guys that you know are, are coming up who are in the bullpen or you know back end of the rotation – or even in the rotation in general who are you know pitching for another contract or oh, yeah. are just trying to find their way through the MLB season in you know one of their earliest years. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to just – tonight's one of those that like you watch as a Cub fan, and me and you won't remember a damn thing that happened in this game. In a week, I will forget about this game. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean it's one of those that you look at and maybe – Maybe when you get in the locker room, David Ross just goes, all right, rip it up, boys. Give them tomorrow. Two out of three is what you want to do. Throw it into Lake Michigan. Yeah. But, Mm. I mean. I think Joe Madden said that like one year. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like looking at like what's going on with this Cub team in the past as fans and as the ultimate freak out fan base that the Cub fandom is. Yep. Um, everybody's going to point at, oh, look, they're dog crap. They, you Mm -hmm. know, three good games, two bad. You know, it's but that's baseball. You know, I right. mean, things are going to even out over the course of 162. The cream will rise to the crop, and the Cubs will find out where they're at, and we will throughout this journey. So, 
um, complain about it tonight, tomorrow, hopefully <laughs> they can come out tomorrow and rebound and win a ball game, win two out of three. Right. Yeah, we'll and we'll get to tomorrow's game here in a little bit. I do want to point out this comment this guy Joe Balding just sent. Uh says, I've definitely picked a side for a while. He's referencing to what I said kind of at the beginning where you know people were will blame the offense tonight, but then when the Cubs have a good game, they'll, you know, people be like, Oh, extend, extend, extend. And I all I'm asking is for people to pick a side, and it's, no one wants to do that. So I'm glad Joe's picking a side. Uh, but again, he says I've definitely picked my this uncle up for a Joe. While. That's Is it my uncle? uncle Joe. Oh yeah, Uncle Joe. Nice. How we Welcome, doing, Joe. Joe. <laughs> um, <laughs> picked this eye for a while. And this offense is boring. Each new season always brings optimism, but this offense is the same. Joe, I I totally understand what you're saying, man. Uh, I it is well, we're we haven't even played a full week, so I guess you can say we're in the first week of the season. Um. I and I I've said I think I said on the on the opening day show that I was like, you know, I was yelling at all the people who were you know crying about the opening day loss to the Pirates, and you know I was like, you could I feel like you could do this at the end of April, but we're on opening day. Are we really going to start saying fuck this team? Like I'm done. Like on opening day, like, and I think a lot of it just goes back to just you know me and you and any of our anyone that we know that's like a diehard. I feel like is you know we sign up for 162 man and like whatever happens whatever is whatever happens and i just i feel like at least whenever the cubs were bad or like mediocre or whatever we would at least hope and pray that you know maybe may and june we would be like competitive like we would always have that hope like i have so many friends who used to give me shit about how <laughs> they were like oh well they'll be out of it by like may or june and it's like well at least i have hope by then you know what i mean but right. like like i think like they, these are the kinds of things that like 2016 like the negatives that 2016 brought was like so many people have high expectations and i thought the one like i don't want to say it's cool or awesome or anything but like one of the things that like is kind of nice this season is like the Cubs don't really have a lot of expectations. Go look at Vegas. There's like they're like plus 300, plus 400 to just make the playoffs. There mm-hmm. aren't a lot of expectations out of this team. And we're starting 3 and 2 and people are wanting to blow it up now. Like I don't get it. I I don't get it. So I think I think people should take a little perspective in that. That's just me. But I, I also, at the same time, don't blame people for being pissed off about this game because at least on opening day, I could use the weather as the reason that we sucked. The weather <laughs> was great tonight. Like, oh, the, this was the ultimate hitting night tonight, right? right? right. I mean, right? It's- yeah, but I, I honestly do think it's just Brewers pitching. And, and when they got to the bullpen, I, I wasn't expecting anything to change. The bullpen, the the Brewers bullpen is one of the best bullpens in baseball. I was it may honestly, be the best. It, it yeah, may be the best. I was shocked that they scored a run off Devin Williams last night. I was like when that happened, I was like, we're going to win this game because he if if the Brewers eventually move Josh Hader because they ain't going to pay him because they don't pay anyone because they have to sell fucking tickets at Subway like (laughs) like Devin Williams is going to be their future closer. So, um, again, that's last night's game. But the Cubs, they even like. Tonight's game, they they had some walks and they just couldn't manufacture any runs. I think this was the first game where they didn't manufacture runs the way that we've seen the first four games. Um, can't get it every night, but but base hopefully, runners, right? I right. mean, it's, it's a matter of. But this is you know going back to Joe's comment. This is what this offense has been. So as a Cub fan, should you be 
you know, surprised when you see this performance. No, but with that said too, I think that obviously with the pandemic and the weird year it was and the weird off season, there's not much you could have did short of blowing everything up to restart this whole thing over again. And this is what the offense is going to be now. Mm -hmm. Can you win a world series with that? And that's should be the goal every year. I don't think so because Mm -hmm. I mean, this has played out over 19 and 20 to show you, you know, that when it, when the chips are really on the table, this team tries to do too much. And Mm -hmm. that was just like tonight. It it was very frustrating. It was much 19 and 20. I can be a fan that's frustrated, but I can also be the fan that's optimistic about the schedule and this team and a first year under David Ross and, you know, a, a new year of a lot of guys in contract years who are looking for a deal and maybe some extra motivation that, you know, maybe this is when it clicks. If it doesn't, there's, we'll, we'll all be saying, we told you so, but right. until, you know, the course of 162 plays out, I don't think anybody can really say that, they would be too surprised if they don't hit or they would be super surprised if they do, because you look Mm -hmm. at the names in the lineup and they have the talent. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of execution. And that's been the problem with this team since 2016. And that's why they haven't won a world series. Right. Um, Our guy, Joe Maris, he just uh, joined on tap like a week or two ago. Uh, he left a comment. He says, uh, Cubs have too many. It's not our night games. I, I agree. We, they do. Like, this is one of those where it's like, it's, it, it's not our night. And it's like, it's okay if you, you know, maybe do it like, I guess, I don't know if once a week would add up to too many loss, losses, but I mean, if you play well six out of seven days a week and with that one loss or the one, it's not our night, like, it is the only loss that I guess it's, it's okay. It just depends on how many you're putting together. Um, you know, like a lot of people think this team is going to finish like, you know, 80 and 82 or something like that. Right. Uh, a game like this, we look at the end of the year. Maybe I don't think we'll look we'll remember this game because, like I said, I don't think I'm going to remember this game in a week. But like <laughs> this is a kind of game, game tomorrow. <laughs> right. This is a game that, you know, at the end of the year, you're just kind of like th- you're thinking about these types of games where it's like. Ah well, where was the offense this game? If we had a the the right offense together, who knows what would have happened? And with with that said, there there was one part of this game that kind of annoyed me. I don't know if it would have changed the game. I don't know if the Cubs would have won if it would have gone right. Um, but you said it was the inning. Um, I want to say it was the third inning. I'm, I, I'm doing my really bad version of Ron Luce tonight. He has like all the number, <laughs> like the innings, and he goes over the scoring and everything every time he does this. I, I, everyone knows me. I just wing it. We, this is how we do things. Well, this, this is usually our show too, right? I mean, <laughs> right, right. We just, we, just we, we log on. I say, hey, Cody. All right, hit play. Let's go. <laughs> well, there was an inning. It was the inning that David Bodie hit one to the warning track. I want to say that was the third inning. Um, Alzale was on deck. Didn't matter because Bodie it was, they already had two outs and Bodie hit to the warning track. It's not David Bodie's at bat. It's Javier Baez's at bat that inning. I think Jason Hayward walked right after Baez struck out, but Baez, he struck out and he struck out looking and the pitch zone said it was a ball. Um, 
And I think it was, it, was, about. it was big on Cubs Twitter for a good, I don't know, 20 minutes. Um, and it bothers me because, again, I don't know if the Cubs were going to come back and win the game. They were only down three to, no, three to nothing at that point. But if Baez walks, that's the bases loaded, or I think it's the bases loaded, and then Jason Hayward comes up. And even if, you know, he, like, there's – Either way, there's a chance where the Cubs at least get a sack fly out of that, and maybe it changes the game because you you get you're getting Peralta a little rattled. He he was not good in that inning. There were right. multiple pitches, and he, and like I said, Bodie almost hit one out. The game would have completely changed. So, I'm doing a really bad description of that inning. No, <laughs> but I, I love it. I love yeah. it. That's what we do here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Everyone, if you're listening and you watched the game last night, you know, you know what, I'm what talking he's about. talking about, right? And I again, it. I've been. I, I don't. I hate calling for robot umps because I do like the human inter, interactive way. But these are the kinds of things that can make or break a, a game for a team that is already kind of struggling offensively. I know the Cubs are like last in the league in batting average as much as four games doesn't fucking matter at this point, but or five games, whatever, but they do also lead the league in walk rate. So, I mean, whatever. Um, I I don't know. It's that, that inning just annoyed me because it was just like, we could have potentially at least got a run, maybe two. I honestly thought they were going to walk Bodie because Alzale was on deck and he ended up just hanging one in the zone. Bodie mashed it. And unfortunately landed in someone's glove. There's three warning track balls tonight. Yeah. That's unfortunately that all. The- yeah, unfortunately, all in gloves. So all the people saying, you know, the offense was not good, which I agree it was not good. They, they, There were times where they looked like they knew what they were doing. It's just sometimes the ball just doesn't go your way. I don't want to be that guy because I am annoyed, but that is true sometimes. I don't, I mean, again, I don't know. It, Juice, what are your thoughts? I, You know, going back to that at bat, I, I watched it in live and I thought, man, like, for Javi Baez to take a pitch with the no yeah, bounce, he too. would have walked like that. Uh, and like and that, the thing that must was, have been really out of his zone. You know what I'm and, saying? So, right. And the fact that he, before that pitch that was a called strike to, for strike three, there were multiple breaking pitches out of the zone that he laid off. And someone like, um, message or not message but replied to one of the tweets on the cubs on tap account bitching about javi Baez and how he's looked bad i mean he had a home run last night he had a nice game on saturday he hasn't played great in every single game i know he's struck i mean he's gonna strike out that's one thing like there's just no way he's never gonna not strike out you just gotta hope he limits the strikeouts you know what i mean right and again i thought that was a really nice at bat for him and to for the ump to just completely ruin it fucking angers me man <laughs> yeah i i go back and forth on the robot ump thing i think eventually we're going to see that in baseball just because of the progression of most mm-hmm. sports and in, in terms of instant replay and i mean even tennis now has like you know they've had the hawkeye for forever that you know judges in or out so i, I think eventually we'll see it you know, but you look back at it did the cubs play well enough to win this ball game no. So at the no. end of the day, I mean, could you have, you know, lucked into one and we're sitting here like, hey, you know, that's one of those you mark in the tally column of awesome. You know, we you bought that one or you, you lucked mm. into one. You found it. 
Yeah. But realistically, man, like they didn't they didn't deserve to win this game tonight. And and I understand that, you know, maybe maybe a foot or two here, a foot or two there from the warning track, you were looking at a different ball game. But mm-hmm. the Brewers came ready to play. The Cubs did not, and that was kind of clear early on. And then, you know, the frustrating night kind of spews into the ninth inning and Obviously, with what, what happened with Willie at the end of it, kind of it was a lot of the team showing their frustration for the night. I think mm-hmm. a lot of those guys who flew out to the warning track really did think that they got enough of it mm-hmm. and it was going to fly out of the ballpark. But like you said, too many, uh, they do play too many games where you go, well, it's not their night. But I always wonder too, like, is that a matter of us being Cubs fans and we sit here and we watch every single game? And it's very similar, you know, for Tampa Bay or for Boston or for, you know, because we're just not watching those teams as often. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sure with how many Bears games we've watched or how many Bulls games you've watched in the past, the same things happen where you look at it and you're like, man, my team really beat themselves. Or, hey, it wasn't their night. You know, somebody throws up, you know, it goes five for five that you don't expect from three-point range and really kind of separates the game that way. But with that said, they do. They play a lot of games where it's just they, they don't play well and it's just one of those nights. And mm-hmm. with that said, I, I think like you don't don't have that become you know something of the norm. But when those do happen, it's a teaching moment. And I think the great thing in a silver lining, I thought, was I mean, Elsley I don't think had his best stuff, but he still ended up working through a decent part of the ball game. And you know, kind yeah. of wearing it. And that's what happens mm-hmm. when, you know, when you're starting pitching the MLB. You know, I, th- I think I remember John Lester talking about, you know, there were a lot of days that he went out and got shelled. But mm-hmm. there were a lot of games where, you know, they were down 8 nothing in the in the second or the third, and he shut it down there and was able to scratch through six runs to save the bullpen for tomorrow. And realistically, the Cubs, you know, gave Kimberl a second night off tonight by not using him. And, you know, gave a night out for some of their high leverage guys to hopefully win a ball game tomorrow. And that's maybe a a positive out of a negative of how bad they played tonight. But with that said, hey, in a game like this, you got to find something good to talk about. And that's it is what it is. But hopefully they can just go tomorrow and, and get a dub tomorrow. Right. We haven't really touched on the ninth inning with Willie. I mean, you've mentioned it. I think I've mentioned it. Um, I think I saw multiple tweets. I guess he's been hit like six times out of the last 11 games against the Brewers. I don't know if any of them are on purpose. They don't come off as on purpose. It's just like, if you're going to throw inside, don't hit someone like you were made your major leaguers, man. I know it's easier said than done, but I don't blame him for getting upset when especially last night after he basically got hit in the head. Um, and I, I was at the game, which was awesome. I was glad to go to that game. And deservingly so, the entire crowd booed the Brewers off the field after that inning. Um, and, I mean, I, I don't blame them for – I don't blame the fans tonight, and I don't blame Wilson for, you know, reacting the way he, he did. Uh, this isn't like we're playing the fucking Kansas City Royal Royals, uh, not in the division. Like the Brewers are in a the division. They've as much as I don't think the Cubs and the Brewers are a rivalry because uh, I hate to say it. I think they're kind of like the White Sox of the NL Central. Like I don't care, but 
they're right up I-94, and when we play them, I kind of don't like playing them. And I like calling fucking Miller Park, whatever it is, fucking Wrigley North, because every time <laughs> the, the fucking brewers were selling fu- fucking uh, tickets at Subway, we got to go up there and help pay the fucking uh, electricity bill for those motherfuckers. I, it, it is what it is. I, I don't. Every time I go to up to Miller Park, it's filled with Cub fans. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that Brewer fans don't want to come support your team. I, I, I'm sorry, Juice. I'm sorry, but and I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> and again, again, it it's just that's just what it kind of is. Like it's, I, I don't hate the Brewers like I hate St. Louis. Like I loathe St. Louis. Like me and you loathe St. Louis. We yeah. wish the place would just fall off the, the face of the earth. I don't feel that way about the Brewers. I just I like going to up to Milwaukee and getting cheaper tickets. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's a cool it, town, it, man. It's cool. Yeah, town. yeah. Milwaukee's nice. I like going to Milwaukee. Cool around there, they got good <laughs> beer. They got decent beer up there. They got good food scene. And no, right. I'm with you. And but I think actually, sky is falling. Regular guests. Hopefully, one day, uh, Jared Carabas actually tweeted about that. I don't know if he had a chance to see that. I did not see that. Yeah, tweeted a Willie. You're so, he said something along the lines of Willie's soft. They're not throwing uh, at him, and now he's a big like Milwaukee guy. Well, he's yeah. like it's it's like his sub team for the yeah. NL there because he's a big Boston guy. But I did I did see a lot of people lighting his mentions up saying, "Dude, this is the sixth time they've hit him in eleven games, and yeah. you know that's a second you know in a back to back scenario." <laughs> but yeah. I, I I thought that Demp or, or J, I don't know if it was Demp or JD put it like if you can't control it. You, don't pitch inside, you know, and that's, right. but with that said, I mean, I understand as a pitcher, you know, all these guys are with these launch angles are diving over home plate. You know, they, mm-hmm. they got to bust them in and that one just seemed to get away from them. But I said it earlier. I think it was just a microcosm of the frustration of the night. You know, it's sure. a lot of, you know, and that's why like there were no punches thrown. Like Willie yelled at the pitcher who was probably just scared at that moment because like he wouldn't know why. Cause I don't even think he pitched yesterday. And he obviously he probably doesn't know how many times they've hit, hit Wilson Contreras in the last 11 games. Right. Like I, I think it, I've always said this about Wilson Contreras. He's, he's a guy that if he's on your team, you fucking love, you will, you will fucking get up for that guy because the passion he shows on the field, you love that. Like, he's kind of like, like I always say that shit about like Joe Kim Noah when he was on the bulls. Like he was just like all passion, all heart, like put like worse, like a, like put a chip on his shoulder, wanted to go out and just beat you. And again, same thing about Joe Kim Noah. If he's on your team, you love him. If he's not, you probably yeah. hate him. Like <laughs> Wilson Contreras is, is like the like a not nearly as bad version of Yadier Molina on the Cubs. Like Yadier sure. Molina is one of the most hated guys around the league, uh, at least that of from people who hate the Cardinals and people who hate the Cubs probably really hate Wilson Contreras. And I, it just is what it is. I if that's a bad comparison, I apologize, but at the same time, I don't because it's just like to me, that's just it's it to me, it just seems kind of comparable because they just both players are very similar in terms of like how passionate they are. And that's why Yachty's always in the middle of the shit when he's protecting his teammates and shit like that, or whatever you want to fucking call it. And you know, I, they both play with similar passion. And that's like if you're if you don't like the team that he's on, then it might rub you the wrong way. So yeah, I, I think that uh, in a lot of ways for this squad, you know, you talk about Anthony Rizzo being, you know, the captain. Mm-hmm. Willie, in a lot of ways, I think is the heartbeat. You know, when when Willie's going good in a lot of times, we saw it in 17, you yeah. know, and you saw it in 16 when he came up, really mm-hmm. jolted this team. 
he ends up being, you know, that adrenaline rush for those guys. Cause you know, I, I understand Javi plays with this, with a lot of passion and a lot of, but at the end of the day, like Javi is a cool cat, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's really, you know, he's smooth. It's that that's his game, you know, and, and Chris is the quiet type and Anthony is the jokester, you know, captain, the guy who right. kind of settles everybody. But if you really kind of look at the dugout, they don't really have a guy like Wilson Contreras who, you know, each day brings it each, you know, at bat plays with, you know, tenacity and, and the firepower that, you know, he has, you know, behind the plate with the snap throws down to the bases and, mm-hmm. you know, with the bat flips too. And, and, you know, getting guys right. up clapping when he gets on base. And I think like that, I said, uh, dude, the, the passion, that's why yeah. people like, like Cub fans love Contreras. Like that's why I like Contreras. He just, he like uh, these are professional athletes and you can tell the ones who like really care and you can tell the ones who just kind of go out there just go about their business and you know whether yeah and try to collect the check you know what i mean and just try to you know perform but they don't play with the kind of passion that fans want to see um and and that, i'm not saying that every guy needs or every athlete needs to be like as passionate as Wilson Contreras but like it just those types of players are just they for fans they hit different. They're there's something that you you know you're proud to watch that guy. You're proud to support that player. You want to go buy that player's jersey. You want to you know you want to cheer for that guy. Um, so again, uh, I don't know. I think that that entire situation, like you said, was just based off of frustration from the night and he's kind of struggled out the gates. I know he had a home run yesterday, uh, but you know, he didn't, I don't, I think that home run was his first hit of the year and then he didn't have a hit tonight. So he struggled out the gates. I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, He struggled out the gates in the beginning of last season, those 60 games, um, but kind of turned it on in September. Um, Thankfully got more than 60 games this year. So, you know, I, I, I have hope he's going to figure it out. And um, so I uh yeah I don't I have really much else yeah I don't really no have much I really don't either I, I mean really when you look at it this is one of those games I'm surprised that we were able to talk 30 minutes on yeah we've reached 30 minutes to talk but, about I this mean, is, we were, I'm hey, actually surprised man <laughs> that, that's that's what happens when you you know you got good company you got some some development <laughs> some things you could really start to uh, dive deep into I know that me and you are a big fan of the rabbit holes and uh, oh, yeah. overanalyzing mm-hmm. this Cubs team and I think we've uh, kind of circled the wagons on this game. And uh, I think what next move is to just preview tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also before we move on to the next game, fucking Jock Peterson. Uh, I'm, I really, I really want to hate that. I'm, I took, I'm taking a great, uh, that I took a grain of salt from his spring. Cause he's really so good in the spring. Been absolutely horrific so far to start the year. And then he tried to bunt for a hit in the seventh inning down four to nothing. He, po- he literally pops the bun up to like foul territory catcher almost drops it but either way it's just like what are we doing bro what are we doing <laughs> so i i don't want to really talk too much about it but i'm just saying like if there's anyone to really bitch about tonight i think it's jock peterson um ugh, that was bad <laughs> yeah he hasn't looked too good to start the season but with that said i think uh previewing next game may silver lining yeah yeah let's Coming do up. it um so uh, tomorrow, the Cubs in the rubber match. I got uh, Kyle Hendricks. And they go up against uh, Brandon Woodruff, the Brewers' number one starter. Um, I'm looking at 
everything on MLB.com right now. Obviously, Hendricks, he, he's coming off a bad opening day start. We, Me and Ron talked about it. It was a cold day. Um, we went like three innings, gave up three runs, uh, four hits, three walks, and four strikeouts. Um, but I think, let's see, it says uh, last year he had a 1.08 with 16 strikeouts, no walks, and 16 and two-thirds innings against Milwaukee uh, last season. Um, I know I don't like to take uh, a lot of things from 2020 uh, seriously, but that's pretty fucking good, Juice. Um, so we got that, and then Brandon Woodruff, uh, kind of similar to Hendricks. He had a rough first outing uh, against, I think it was the Twins. Uh, I guess 50 of his 78 pitches on opening day were strikes, uh, but he didn't really have a lot of command. Um, I don't know. Uh he has a, I think the Brewers, I think that it was a wild uh, first game for them in the Twins. They ended up in a walk off or whatever. I think Milwaukee ended up taking that game, but, he, you know, he he has a 675 ERA going into this game to, tomorrow. So I, I don't have the the numbers, the full numbers from his uh, his start, but it was not the greatest. So, uh, but he he is very good. The, the Cubs have struggled against him before. Um, so yeah, I uh, I'm looking for Kyle to bounce back. Um, I think it's possible. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot warmer, so hopefully he's got get to, gets that velo up from 84 to like 89. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, thoughts on this pitching matchup tomorrow, man? Well, like you said, you're looking at two bounce back guys uh, candidates for uh, their poor opening day starts. Um, I do think uh, like every game early on in the year when it's tough to score runs, first one to score runs in April usually seems to pull these games out because the pitching is just so far ahead of the hitting always early on in the season. But um, yeah, I I think, uh, you know, going into tomorrow, I think the Cubs probably if they wanted the Cubs right now are probably sitting in their locker room, which they play this game right now. I know it's a 10 30, but after that performance, they're probably chomping at the bit to get to the ballpark tomorrow to, uh, you know, revenge, you know, tonight's loss, Mm -hmm. but um, it'd be interesting to see, uh, you know, obviously you touched on Kyle Hendricks You know, a lot of that just ends up being a matter of having the change up or not having the change up and, having the extra velocity on, on his pitches, but he's going to pitch in far better conditions than he did um, on opening day, which is great. It's great to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully this is a, you know, more of a Kyle Hendricks that we've seen normally. And uh, he's usually really solid, like you said, against the Brewers. So hopefully he can just, you know, keep him in the ballpark, keep the, uh, the run scoring for the opposing team, you know, down and the Cubs can maybe get back to moving the ball around and, and doing some good things on the base pass. I, you know, they didn't have a lot of runners tonight, so they re- really didn't have the opportunity to take extra bases. But an early thing that me and Ron Luce talked about last night was, you know, the fact that the Cubs are being more aggressive, I think, in that realm. You know, they're really starting to take extra bases and actually get some runners in movement, mm-hmm. which I think is something that uh, they've kind of lacked for a while. And, uh, yeah, excited to see tomorrow's game. I know uh, – I'll actually be in the car listening to this one. So it'll be my first Pat Hughes experience of the season. And uh, unfortunately, because I'm traveling, I will have to listen to the entire game in the car. But with that said, who better to listen to than, than Pat while, uh, while driving around and, and doing the day job. So it'll be uh, a bad way. Yeah. Be ho- hopefully the, the Cubs get a dub though. It'd be nice. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, I will say uh, good luck during the fifth inning. I can't stand Zach Zayman. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I'll try to plan my lunch or, you know, some walk into an account during that time. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, but if they, I'll, I'll deal with Zach if it means they're putting a crooked number up in the fifth. Then. Right. Um, I will say I'm go- I'm looking at the the numbers for the Cubs against Woodruff and it's 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 not good. Like I said, he's been good against the Cubs. Chris Bryant has a 154 batting average against him and 13 at bats. Um, Contreras 125 with eight at, on eight at bats. No, don't take my don't take my fly the W player yet. <laughs> don't take you haven't said him yet. All right. Well, there's one guy who's done okay in three chances God, you're gonna take him aren't you i won't say it i, I i'll let you, you say i know it i was doing my my I was doing my homework man yeah, all right I, I was I, know, i'll say the brewers ones if that'll make you feel better i'll might. just i'll just say to sum, up the, to, can, to sum up go ahead what, okay to sum up the cubs <laughs> to sum up the cubs Tomorrow's lineup, historically, they have not hit well against Brandon Woodruff. I'll say that. Um, as far as Milwaukee against Kyle Hendricks, a lot of the same. Uh, Christian Yelich, she's batting 192 against Kyle Hendricks in 26 at-bats. He does have a home run against him, but, I mean, 192 for him is obviously not good. Um, let's see, other names. I think. I'm looking at let's see. Oh, Omar Navarez has killed us these first two games. He's only got he's got nothing in 11 at bats against Kyle Hendricks. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo Cain, 21 at bats, batting 230. I don't think he he hasn't played this series. I don't know if he's hurt I, or not. But yeah, well, he's old. <laughs> that's that too. That's a yeah, lot of it yeah. too. Yeah. So all in all, honestly, if you want my if you want a real prediction for me for tomorrow, bet the under. <laughs> I, I think that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a, yeah. a good idea. The good hashtag, idea is <laughs> hashtag on tap bets. <laughs> yeah, hashtag on tap bets. Go follow us on follow us on Twitter at on tap bets. Uh, it's a, I think the under is a good play tomorrow. Um, but yeah, man, uh, do you? Uh, with I think my thoughts on tomorrow, real quick. Like we kind of said, Kyle Hendricks on the mound, bounce back. That's what I'm hoping for. If the Cubs win tomorrow, we forget about today tonight's game in full, and I think you know we we go on the road with the, on a what would it be a, what were three and two would go on the road with a four two homestand. I think that's a good way to start the year. Um, I think what and the Cubs wins they've scored early, and I think that's just been the the blueprint of every freaking season. So again, tales all this time just score early. Let your defense back back up, Kyle Hendricks. You you know, no walks. I, I know Hendricks. You know he's he's not a guy who walks guys. Um, opening day he walked like four or five guys. So I'm hoping you know gets back to you know one or two walks a game, uh, even less than that. To be honest with you, on, on most of his starts from last year and even before that. So I think that's key for him is just not walk anyone. I think that's key in general for the Cubs in every game is just like when they keep the walks down, they they're always in it. So. Um, that's, that's kind of my two cents on that, man. Um, so before we end this, yeah, let's get to our flat of W picks. Everyone knows mine's Andrew fucking Chafin. Uh, <laughs> Andrew fucking Chafin didn't deserve to have to, like, it, it would have been an insult to bring him into tonight's game. Um, that, that stash, like if there's a reason to bring him in, it was just for the fans to just applaud him and bow down to him, uh, <laughs> as he ran, from the bullpen to the mound. 
just to like give him a nice standing ovation for like five minutes so we can then call ourselves the best fans in baseball like people in St. Louis like to do uh, just for giving standing ovations for like two minutes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just picturing him run from the bullpen and then getting to the mound and then they're just being the umpire placing the ball there, obviously for the next pitcher. Him yeah. just bending over slowly, picking it up, and then Carlos Zambranoing that ball to the to the outfield stands. Yeah, just, and then just and then it. he just and then he just double birds his way out as he <laughs> as he flicks everybody off and walks into the clubhouse to call the day. Exactly. I, that would have been. I honestly probably wouldn't wouldn't have forgot one out in this game if that would have happened at some <laughs> yeah. point in tonight's game. It would have been just epic. It would have been something that. Uh, I, I could You'd laugh at and and, and it would be the, one day. it would be the ultimate <laughs> gif too as well for for yes for, it, yes. it really would yes. and but you know with that said uh, you're you're really gonna go with Andrew Schaefer for tomorrow yeah uh, okay, he's my fair. he's my he's my fly W pick for every game this year if the Cubs <laughs> trade him at any point it's going to be tough to figure out who my fly W player fly W player pick is is Andrew Schaefer every day. Every I think that's day. like I think that's like the Chuck Norris like <laughs> it's the Chuck Norris what do you call it like like uh, cheat though right I mean yeah. like, like what was the joke rock paper scissors Chuck Norris and like it beats everything <laughs> so I mean regardless if you know the guy had four home runs you know and I and me or Ron or, or Joe picked him mm-hmm. I think you still win no matter yeah. what I think honestly we should just keep tallying. You with Andrew Chafin for each each game, and at one sixty two, you know you'll close us out. You know probably before the All Star break, and then we can we can just stop making our picks because. I mean, I he even, gave me some decent picks last, or some decent points last night. Four strikeouts and one in a third inning. He did. I mean, I really solid. Uh, and then he didn't lose me points. And I, I don't know if we take points away if someone's bad, but. Um, because I don't know the system. No, but we really, should but... start doing that. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like you, golden sombrero for a night. Like you, you deserve to have a point taken away. <laughs> like, I, I think that that's the. Oh boy. Or if you were to pick, uh, you know, Jake Arrieta, and he only gets through like two thirds, like that—that's a total yeah. like whiff. So yeah. Um, if you're going with Andrew Traven, I'm gonna go with the guy who has two home runs against Brandon Woodruff, who's struggling, who. Mm-hmm. Desperately needs a hit as a first hit as a Cub, and that's Jack Peterson. Uh, three for three, two home runs. Uh, let's let's hope tonight or tomorrow night or tomorrow afternoon. My mistake on that. Yeah, he uh, he can get into one and and get off the snide because I I do feel like he's going to be a huge part of this team um, and their success if if they have you know a, a deep run in this division to contend for it um, and. I know he's had some really brutal at bats to watch, but I do like that he does a lot of things well that Kyle Schwarber didn't do well at the plate. You know, mm. Kyle was kind of home run or bust a lot of times. Uh, I do think the the jock approach of the sack fly stuff he's done early on and moving some runners has been a breath of fresh air, kind of swallowing the pride when he knows that he gets down O two and. Uh, yeah, his at bat's been pretty brutal though. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 going strictly on history here. And he mm-hmm. for all I know, that, that game he could have just had two two home runs because right. it is three at bats. And <laughs> so yeah, but Jock, he's due, man. He, he's due. So I'm gonna go with Jock. Right. Tomorrow. And I, I 
I, I like this pick because I think the Cubs offense could really use the boost, man. Like we've seen some good things out of KB. We've seen some nice things out of Javi. Obviously not every single game, but like you can't expect that uh, even out of your star players. You're, you're expecting, you know, just consistency out of the entire team, uh, you know, because it, it's baseball. Not everyone's going to, you know, go three for four every night. You know what I mean? But if they get work a walk or, you know, get a hit or here or whatever, make nice defensive play, whatever, like they have to make an impact in the game. That's who your star players are. Right. And it's not just with hitting, but Jack, uh, you know, taking basically being in Schwarber's role, man, like when in 19, when Schwarber and Nick Castellanos were the only ones hitting, who knows what would have happened if like the rest of the team was hitting as well. So, uh, I think that Jock, if he starts producing, that gives this team a different outlier and that will shut up the naysayers again because, again, we just haven't seen it yet, but we've also played five games. I'm not saying yeah. that Jock Peterson's a bust, like I said at the beginning of the show, basically saying that like I was taking spring with a grain of salt. Trade he's looked pretty bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I like it. I, I'm hoping, I hope he hits four tanks tomorrow, four for four, four tanks, uh, and just a big giant fuck you to Christian Yelch on, on their way out. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Traven comes in, closes it out, closes it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, juice this has been fun, man. Uh, we're going to do more of these fun. down, down, down this entire season. We'll do some more. Um, so I'm going to try and do my best Ron Luce impression one more time here. Uh, everyone, head on over to ontapsportsnet.com. Get all your Chicago sports needs. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody on tap. You can follow Juice at Juice on tap. It's so fucking original with our Twitter handles. I swear to God, the branding is so great. Um, you can follow ONTAP Sportsnet on Twitter. Literally just on tap sports net. We're live on Facebook, YouTube. Go follow us over there and on Twitter at Cubbies on tap. Um, if you're listening to the live show and you miss some of it, it's going to be up in podcast form soon. Uh, if you're listening on podcast, thanks for listening. Make sure to leave a five star review. If you haven't, uh, tell, make sure to in your review talk about how awesome it is or how awesome uh, Andrew Chafin is because I would really appreciate that. So that's what we should have. We all of our <laughs> comments should be nothing about the podcast. And everything about Andrew Schaefen because everything. this this is the Andrew Schaefen pot. We're one of these days we're just gonna change the whole background. We're gonna have a giant picture with him as a stash, and it's not gonna be Cubs on tap live. It's gonna be Andrew Schaefen on tap live. I mean, we'll just DM or tag him in the tweet and be like, hey, here's the link. Join us. <laughs> he he is the ultimate guest. I don't he care. Is the ultimate guest. I don't care what goes on from here till we stop doing these or make it huge. We may just have a weekly appearance from Andrew shape. That, that would be my dream. I don't care if we end up, you know, making millions off of this or whatever. I, I just want to hang out with Andrew Schaefer for like, that'd be great that'd every be day. Great. Like maybe, um, maybe we could buy like houses in the same cul-de-sac. You know, our kids can play together, go to barbecues. Yep. I, I Crack do some th- cold ones with them, you know, yeah. Like, you know, they announced that they're going to do a statue for Fergie Jenkins. They outside. did. We didn't even talk about that. I know. But that's, but, that's awesome. But how? What, what a shame it is that there's no statue for Andrew Schaefer yet. <laughs> I, I, it's a damn shame. They should put it right next to Ernie Banks, bro. Right in front. <laughs> in and front of it. Right in front of it. <laughs>
Just blocking it. <laughs> Instead, blocking. And on the bottom, you know how it says Mr. Cub on there? It just says Mr. Chafin. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I know a lot of people like to call him the sheriff. You could just put Mr. Chafin, a.k.a. the sheriff. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> all right, all guys. For it, man. For sure. Uh, Juice, this was fun, man. We've kind of made fun of this entire game tonight and, and everything moving forward. So I hope everyone listening, I hope we at least make you feel a little bit better. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. I don't know if we'll be live, but we'll be back tomorrow after uh, Wednesday's game with another post game. Um, so with that said, Juice, as Ron likes to say at the end of these shows, let's go Cubs. Let's go Cubs. Cardinals suck. Yeah, fuck the Cardinals.